Good morning and happy Friday. It's another edition of the Happy Hour Stripe Show podcast. Cheers. We've got a Travis on the go. We've got both of us. We've got both coffees, a little virtual cheers here. Travis is on the go today. I'm holding it down from the home base in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Travis, you're busy today. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, we got a full lesson day um, today, Samantha. So at uh, Jacksonville Golf and Country Club, it's 60 degrees, chance of rain this afternoon, which I know nobody in the Northeast is feeling sorry for us right now because they are getting pounded with snow. Yeah, it looks terrible out there. But in, on the other hand, we've got golf in the desert this week at yeah. the Phoenix Open. Looks a little bit different this year, obviously. Waste management is always the party stop, but um, we're only letting in a couple thousand fans. But we've got desert golf. Yeah, I love it. I love desert golf. As you know, I, I actually got my start right down the road there. Lived in Scottsdale for a year. This time of year, it's just so spectacular there. And I just love that golf course, TBC Scottsdale. Love the finish. Um, quite the leaderboard. Um, as we can see there, some different names, you know, popping up like a Matthew Naismith and a Mark Hubbard. But, you know, the, the big names, it's a good field, uh, are there. John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, uh, three under, one under, respectively. I can't figure out Ricky Fowler. If he doesn't go back, Samantha, to his previous putter, I'm going to blow a gasket. He needs to go back to his old putter. And he was your wild card pick. He did win yeah. here several years ago. So it is fresh. It's been frustrating to watch him because at, at one point you could argue he had one of the best putting strokes in the game. Yeah, he did. I mean, he he's an elite putter. He's going through a, a downtime, which happens, you know, and I think that's a lesson for everybody. I had this conversation with a student yesterday who's a good player. And he's like, I just don't understand. Like I was playing so good for months, putting good, hitting it good. And then I'm now I'm in this like rut and it's just, it's just part of the game. It's the cycle of the game. And you see professionals like a Ricky Fowler, who's one of the best putters in the world, simply struggling right now with his putter. The ball striking wasn't great yesterday, but it's been okay considering the changes. I need him to shoot five under today. And if he doesn't, I'm going to personally meet him when he flies back to Florida and take the old putter out of his bag and wrap it and give it to him as if it's a fresh new start is that a threat or a promise Travis? <laughs> well both if uh well it's probably uh it's probably a promise yeah yeah so we've got steve stricker who's up there which is yeah. i mean what is up with that that's awesome yeah yeah you know it's uh he can get it going with the flat stick you know he played he played tory pines last week which is a huge golf course for for stricker um, not as long here, 7,100 yards, but that's kind of this course, you know, it, it, um, you tend to see the bigger names prevail, but you do see some of these interesting names popping up here. It seems like more here, you know, and they can compete. Um, I think Stricker mentioned that he's having a hard time once he does make the cut. If he does, let's say he will, he's six under, um, you know, Saturday and just kind of keeping it going. But it feels like for a guy who, kind of picks and chooses where when he wants to play is playing a lot right now you know yeah. the captain of the Ryder Cup is playing a lot of golf right now probably out there wanting to spend time you know with the players but uh, showing that hey I still got some game boys maybe hey maybe Stricker plays too I don't know Speaking of the team aspect, there was a little bit of buzz on Twitter about the Ryder Cup potentially being at TPC Scottsdale. I know you're a fan of that place. You spent some time out there earlier this year. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What Do you think that's a good venue? I mean, can you imagine, right? I mean, the the 
the amount of people that you could fit out there. I, I think you'll you'll probably see 17 enclosed at some point. I mean, why not keep a good thing and just keep building on it? I mean, 16 is obviously rowdy and fun. I think you could you could do the same thing on 17. 17 is such a cool hole, that back left pin location, um, drivable. And you could probably do it on 18. And, and, and God, can you imagine enclosing 16, 17, and 18 for the Ryder Cup? I mean, that would be spectacular. I'm all for it. Um, the timing of it might be interesting with the grasses there. You probably have to push it back a little. But, um, I mean, geez, that would be electric, wouldn't it, down the stretch in TPC Scottsdale? Speaking of that, you talked a little bit about 16 on your Twitter yesterday. What was going yeah. on with the hole? Well, I think the wind was swirling. There was a lot of bad shots. I mean, goodness gracious. It was, I mean, Rom hit it in the front left bunker. It almost looked like he drop kicked it, like a short iron. Um, you saw a lot of guys long, which is not good. Left is dead on that pin. Just a lot of bad shots. I mean, yeah, I think the wind was swirling. The ball... And I said this in the cash out with the coaches show that in the desert, you're going to see the ball stand there a long time. And I think guys are struggling with that a little bit. You saw Stricker. He shot six under. He hit a layup on 15 that went in the water, which is you never see that from a tour player ever, especially with a veteran like Stricker. He tried to lay up short of the water, went in the water. So it is carrying the balls in the air forever out there. It's a little softer, the fairways, I think, than usual. Hopefully they'll dry out a little bit. That's kind of what you get there. It's completely opposite than what you saw at Torrey Pines. In the air a long time, balls bouncing, greens a little firmer, faster. I like it. It's going to be – I'm interested to see how a Naismith who, you know, people don't know a lot about him, um, good ball striker, struggles with the putter, made everything yesterday. Can he, you know, keep filling it up with the flat stick? Well, we've got two hot topics from this week that we need to get to. One of them is the distance debate, the USGA and the RNA saying that they're finally going to do something about this. We'll see if it happens. And the other one is the TikToks on the golf course. And yeah. I am, this is why I have you here today, because I want the hot takes. Give me the hot well, takes. What you got? Well, I mean, the distance report, Samantha, I think, you know, there's a lot there. And, you know, we could talk for probably 45 minutes on it. But, you know, my take is... And I've been putting a lot of thought to this. The game of golf right now is, is, has got some momentum going. And, you know, the silver lining of <clears throat> COVID was that golf thrived from it. And we saw a lot of people come back to the sport. I've seen it firsthand on the lesson tee. People telling me the story that I used to play. And now I'm playing again because it's the only thing they can do, right? And, and, and be outdoors with their significant other or family or just by themselves to get out and play. So the game has thrived from it. The rounds of golf through the roof in 2021, it's going to continue or 2020. It's going to continue this year. I just hate to see anything hamper that momentum. I think on the amateur game, it would be completely foolish to roll back. I don't think that's going to happen, right? I don't think anything's going to happen to the equipment when it comes to the amateur game. And if it does, it's the most ridiculous decision in the history of the sport. I think the other aspect of it, you know, the bifurcation, is, okay, is it different for the professional golfer? My feel right now <clears throat> is to leave it alone and start putting some parameters on it now. That's my feel. Um, don't roll it back. Start putting parameters right now and limit what manufacturers can do. 
um, in the way of the length of the club and the rebound effect off the face, all of the things uh, that go into the golf ball, start putting some parameters on it. Now, let's not let it continue to go forward, right, and, and continue at the growth rate that we've seen uh, over the years. I posted on Instagram, you know, some of the average tour distances off the tee. I don't know if you saw that from, yeah, you know, I mean, 40 years ago, the average drive was 259 yards. You know, and today it's 297, I believe. So, you, you know, that kind of speaks volumes. You don't see the same growth from the amateur game, you know, to that degree. So I, I just like to see some parameters put on it now for the pro game. Um, I do think there's things that you can do in the golf courses. I think the tour does a nice job with a variety of courses um, that we've seen. And I just, I hate to see it come back even in the program game. I, I just like to see it kind of stay where it is, put some structure around it now, start to control it, which should have happened probably 10, 15 years ago. But for me, in the growth of the game, and the betterment of the game, I, I believe that's my stance. I think it's really an awesome place to be in the game of golf. Like if you look yeah. at, if you kind of back up from it, they're basically saying that these pros are getting too good or playing too good or training too hard in order to yeah. hit it. You know what I mean? Like the equipment thing's separate, but I just yeah. think it's an awesome place to be. It's a good problem to have. Um, yeah. in my opinion. No, it is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, distance is offense, right? And, you know, you see offense, the priority in, in the NFL, the way they structured the rules, you see offense, a priority in the NBA. Um, I don't know about hockey, but I would assume offense sells. You know, you got to have some defense and do courses have enough um, available to them to be to have enough defense. And, and I think I, I believe they do. I, I think there's still ways to to organize golf courses and set them up that the, it'll be a tough test for the best players in the world. I mean, um we saw it last week at at, at the Tory Pines. Um, so I think you can be creative in the way they set these courses up. I just, it just, I just don't want to see it come back. Yeah. Yes. Let's maintain. Let's not continue the growth. Let's maintain. I just don't want to see it come back. I just feel like that would be a bad step, even at the professional level. Certainly at the amateur level, my head would explode if we came back at the amateur level. Yeah, I don't I don't know about all that. And then there's yeah, lots of with amateurs then qualifying for pro events. What happens there? It's I mean, yeah. there's there's just so many, so many ifs. Last topic we need to get to um is the Bubba Watson shot a TikTok with some famous TikTokers yeah. on the golf course. Waste management Phoenix open Wednesday practice round. Um, super funny Bubba Watson kind of getting into it. They were in a bunker dancing around on the tee, dancing around some people in this, in this, in the golf social media space, but also just the social media and sports space in general have their panties in a wad over it. And, um, you and I have the same take on it that is quite different from these other people. So what are your thoughts on that? And I'll tell you mine afterwards. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that like it too, right? You, you, you yeah. Certainly, it uh, seems more so on Twitter, but there are some platforms on Instagram that I was shocked, to be honest with you. Um, you know, you, you see the caption of of TikTokers stay away from golf. I mean, really? 
Like that's what we're going to put out there in a sport, Samantha, that yes, needs to continue to grow, but needs more diversity, right? We need more diversity um, in this game. We need more African-Americans playing women, of course, juniors. Mm -hmm. And how do you go to those people? How do you start positioning your sport with those people? You have to, to do things like this rather than maybe just throwing money at something you actually attempt to bring these people to your venue. I applaud the PGA tour and what they did. They, they invited two TikTokers. Actually it was four. These two got a lot of the press Two young black men who have a huge following, uh, an incredible talent of dancing. And they, they did this dance with one of the PGA tour members, Bubba Watson, a huge name. And it was cool. I, I loved it. Um, and of course, a lot of people push back because it didn't look and feel like what they were used to in the game of golf. So many in this sport, Samantha, and I can tell you this firsthand because I live it. So many, not all, I get this, want the game to grow. No one's going to say, no, don't grow the game, right? They want the game to grow, but they want it to grow and look and feel and sound like what they're used to, right? And but the reality is, is the sport needs to become more diversified. And here you have two young black men, excellent talent coming to a golf course for the first time, very first time. They've never been on a golf course. They haven't even watched golf and they had a wonderful experience. I mean, yeah. I can tell you that with a hundred percent certainty, they had a wonderful experience interacting with a professional golfer um, and spreading this excitement to 11 million followers okay now i get it most of those people probably don't play golf but that's what growing the game is that's what becoming more diversified is is pushing that message out to these people that look you're welcome here and now i'm not suggesting that you know you have i'm not suggesting that you come on out and start doing dances in every bunker right and there's a way to get into the game and do that and there's avenues for that and there's a lot of good initiatives that are out there but just to just and i apologize to shit on it right is irresponsible and you know there's a lot of people who are like just explain to me how this is good for the game and growing the game oh i don't know introducing the sport to 11 million people in which predominantly are from a very that that are younger American right juniors um parents women of these of these kids i think it's brilliant I, I thought it was very well done and for the most part it was pretty well received but there was way too many way too much backlash and um it's just frustrating and i just shake my head and they say it's embarrassing to have two kids dancing. I think it's embarrassing the way that they've handled themselves with this. No, I agree with everything that you said. And I think the one thing that gets lost is if we were going to do this, don't you think that would be the exact place we would do it? They're not dancing yeah. in the bunkers on 18 at Augusta on a Thursday. Like, let's okay. let's chill out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. that's exactly where this should have happened. And I agree with you. If if people are saying that it's not good for the game, then maybe you don't want to grow the game because this is a new platform. It's a new it's you know, you're bringing golf to this new audience of people, which is predominantly young. Um, I just don't really see the issue. And the people who, for me, are making it into an issue almost seemed like they were just doing it to push buttons. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got a couple 
DMs and tweets that are like, you know, why are you making, why are you taking such a stance on this and making a big deal out of it? And I think for me, I am because like, these are real steps forward for the sport, you know, and going into arenas that really can make your sport more diversified. And here you have the biggest figure in the sport reaching out and bringing them in. They, the PJ tour donates so much money. It's, it's incredible to charities and they, they move their money and share it. And it does so many good things, but to actually do something face to face and bring them to your house and interact with your people and your members and make it a wonderful experience and let these people come together with some somewhat common interests. And Bubba's a fan of these kids, right? Yeah. And he knows the dance. And I thought it was great. <laughs> um, and it's like, and then it's like, keep these, keep these kids and TikTokers or however you want to paraphrase it away from golf is, is ridiculous. And it's, it's, um, and that's why I, I took such a big stand on it as I did, as you tweeted me, you're like, well, why are you fighting with people on Instagram? <laughs> and it's because I feel like it's worth it. You know, I, yeah, I let a and- lot of stuff go, but this one struck a nerve and we've got to do better as people who are in this sport have, have benefited from this sport. Let's make it more diverse. Let's welcome them in. But the reality is, is so many, if it doesn't look and feel the way that they're used to, they push back and that's unfortunate, but they better be ready. There's going to be a lot of people pushing back at them at this point in time. Which is a good place to be. Again, these are good problems to have, right? We're bringing a sport yeah. to 11 million people and a hundred of them are mad, whatever. Fine. Yeah, but I will fine. leave you with this. Look at the shirt I decided Whoa. to wear today. Love it. Make, make golf, golf fun, fun again. That's, That's all I have to say. You're great at it. You make golf fun. I'm and trying. You make it a, and you make it approachable um, and people follow you. And you influence them. And that's what, you know, it's like, it's easy to kind of knock an influencer, right? Like that's what they call them. And what, what does influence mean, right? People are kind of, they, they want to know what you're doing and saying and what you're interested in, right? And then they, you're influencing them and they perhaps want to be a part of that. I guarantee you those 11 million people, not all of them are going to see it, but if a million do, there's going to be some that would be like, that's interesting. That looks, that looks pretty out there you know what? I've kind of thought about it. I might ask my parents, you know, and they may not do it right now, but they may do it five years from now. Plans but golf, was, golf was introduced to them in a very positive light. And if that's not growing the game, I don't know what is. And I don't have patience uh, for that kind of stuff. But like I said, um, you're going to start, you're going to start seeing a lot more of it. And you're going to see a lot more people pushing back at these people that have a problem with it. I agree. And I think, you know, so that's just as a testament to social media as a whole, we need to do better at building people up and their respective efforts, especially in the same sport, right? Like these people were just trying to bring awareness with the PGA tour. And I don't understand why we would ever try to make an issue about it. If you are an influencer in the golf space. So that we could go on and on and on about (laughs) We need to stop. Um, Wait, wait, real quick, real quick. You're playing in a skins game today, right? Oh shoot. Yeah. Um, Uh Three club challenge. So tell me your thoughts. This is what I decided. Three. Okay, wait, first of all, it's very short course. We're playing the front tees. Um, some drivable par fours, reachable par fives. I've got, I think I'm going to go three wood. Yeah. Eight iron putter. Yeah, I think that's what I would do. 
Because yeah. for me, if I'm going to be chipping from a bunker or chipping from the side of the green, I'm probably not going to make a skin anyway. I need to give myself right. a chance on the greens. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. Just posted. Keep I will posted. keep better, it posted. All right, everyone. Hit in the fairway. Hit in the fairway, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to try for that. But hey, guys, okay. thanks for joining us for another happy hour edition of the Stripe Show podcast. Friday afternoon, we bring you everything you need to know in about 20 minutes today, but that's okay. We got on a roll. Right. Thanks for joining us, Travis. Have a great day. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and we'll talk to you guys yeah. soon. See ya.